Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hi. How are things? Talking for the past like ten minutes. I know we always talk, and then I'm like, oh, we should start recording, and then I have to pretend like we weren't just talking. Um, but that's you know, that's our thing. Crumbles in our in our relationship. Oh, my chair is being very squeaky today. Oh, as long as it doesn't sound like it's like farting, because that'd be kind of funny. Um, I don't think that sounds like farting. No, it doesn't sound like it's farting. It sounds like it's <laughs> cracking. Like that sounds like a chair to me. Well, that's good to know. Um. <laughs> Because I don't want, I'll, I'll edit this uh, if people think that I'm farting. I'm not, I don't, I don't do that. I'm a lady. Um, I don't do that. I'm a lady. She also doesn't poop. <laughs> no, never have, good. never will. <laughs> I, ladies don't do that. I'm sorry. Ladies don't do those things. Um, and if you are a lady and you do that, more power to you. Um, but perfect ladies like me. No, I'm just kidding. It's Hi, society ladies like Teresa. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, you guys, Katie's giving birth tomorrow. Literally giving birth tomorrow. Which is kind of crazy. Um, so we're recording this Monday the 24th. So Katie, as of, I mean, as, like, in 24 hours, she'll be here. child this time tomorrow. She'll be full-fledged here. Yes. That's really weird. I, I, like, can't wrap my head around it quite so much yet like I know it's happening but like I'm like no same though like there's just like something that just like doesn't feel like it's happening yeah I don't know if it's because you're just pregnant for forever because it's not nine months either it's 10 no one fucking tells you this shit but it's 10 months that you're pregnant yeah um like 36 weeks is nine months most people go to 40 to 41 that is that's yeah. 10 <laughs> no one tells you those shits no. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you you're pregnant for 10 months so it's for forever but then, like, to think that, like, you're in charge of a human being for the rest of, like, yours and their lives, it, like, hasn't hit me yet. No, like, I just, like, I feel like, obviously, I know you're pregnant. But, like, even, like, your pregnancy to me, like, I feel like has been, like, very, like, you haven't had a lot of, you haven't had, like, any, like, pregnancy symptoms. No. And, like, you still, like, look the same besides, like, yeah. you have a belly. Like, everything else, like, looks the same. So, like, to me, I'm, like... I mean, like, I know Katie's pregnant, but, like, Katie's not pregnant. The three B's got big. Boobs, belly, butt. I will yeah. say, I feel like, because I kept, I took pictures every week. And I'm kind of glad I did. Um, it's also depressing. <laughs> like, I know you're doing something quite beautiful, but, like, it's, it's a little, like, oh, wow. And it's weird to see your body shit. change. <laughs> it's yeah. weird to see your body change. Um, but I feel like I didn't, like, show until, like, March. Yeah, no, that's what so I'm saying. Like, that, I feel like, like skewed me too. Yeah, like I feel like you would come over and like, not that I ever forgot you were pregnant, but you just like never looked it until yeah. like the last like two months. So literally, it's just I just feel like you have more time, and then it's like actually tomorrow, and I'm not gonna feel like it's real until I meet her. Like even when you send me a picture, like it's not gonna be real. I'm definitely well. I'm sending you photos immediately, and then we're gonna wish you well on the 26th. Um, but like, yeah. we who's we? Me and a baby are going to wish you well on the 26th. <laughs> yeah. My, it's just my so bizarre. Our baby. Our baby. Me it's, and it's Tom's very, baby. It, I mean, duh. It's just, <laughs> it's just really weird. Even, like, the other day, because, like, Gina has plans now for, like, dress shopping and all this stuff. And um, both days that she booked appointments for are on Sundays, which is the day that Tom golfs in his golf league. Yeah. And, like, we were talking about the other day, and then, like, we both, like, stopped and, like, looked at each other in the car, and we are like, oh, we, we need to talk about childcare. <laughs> like, it's not just, like, oh, you do your thing, I do my thing, see you when we see you. It's, like, who's going to take care of the baby? <laughs> I mean. So, I'm like, well. <laughs> I know that the grandparents weird. will be fighting, but Aunt Auntie Teresa's here. always there. I love babysitting. I love babysitting mm -hmm. babies that I like. And um, you can I like all my friends. You anytime you want. I mean, I'm she not even going to ask. I'm just going to be like, hey, can I come? I'm taking, I'm not going to say can I. I'm like, hey, I'm coming over. I'm taking Leah out. 
cool. Peace out. Let me know what kind of you want to be putting her, want you want her in. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just send her on her way. <laughs> and like Todd will come home and he'll be like, where's the baby? And you'll, you'll just be like, oh, Teresa picked her up. Teresa picked her. Know. <laughs> I don't know where they are, but they no. went somewhere. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> just, just, just got my kid now. <laughs> I can't wait I'm to see take her. hold the baby. Oh my God. I like, he's like excited. Like he's like looking forward to it. And I think he'd be fine now. It's just like so funny because. Like, how old is Evie now? Six? Yeah. Almost. So, right? No, she's she either is six. I think she's going to or... be six. Okay. So she just turned five? Yeah, I think she's going to be six. I think she's five. she was five in September. Okay. Anyway, this is Gil and Katie's other cousin's daughter. And Gil's first time, it was his first time, I think, holding, like, an infant. He's, like, always better with, like, bigger babies and, like, kids, but infants he's terrified of which is so funny because i feel like infants are the easiest to deal yeah. with because like they don't do anything they just lay there and they're basically <laughs> yeah. sleeping like and he i've never seen somebody more uncomfortable in their entire lives like he was like he was so worried about supporting the head and then i looked at the photos and like he's not there's just i <laughs> god bless no him. one's comfortable in that photo nobody's comfortable I hope I I can't wait to see him hold Leah because it's gonna be I think it's gonna be comical. He either's gonna do fine because it's us, so he's not he's gonna be like it is what it is. Like it's Katie and Tom's baby. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> or he's gonna be like, like, what do I do? Yeah. Oh, oh we might have to just spend our anniversary with you. I mean, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> it's either gonna have to. I mean, if you don't come home until Friday, it'll probably have to be like Friday or Saturday. Well, what are you guys going to do for your anniversary? You guys got to do something. It's one I'm year. Gonna, I know. I mean, like, the plan, it's supposed to rain. Because at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll tell him to go to the city for work and I'll just meet him. Oh, that'd be But nice. the weather's not going to be nice. And yeah. I'm going to have, so my procedure I'm having done on the 26th, they're going to have, I'm going to have that balloon in my uterus. Oh, yeah. Um. So I'm not really supposed to drink. And I just feel like I'm just going to be, like, uncomfortable. That's so we'll true. probably just do something around here. Yeah. You can always go Which out again like another is... week. Yeah. I mean, or yeah, or that. I just, I mean, Except like, yeah, it's our first twice. anniversary, but I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, the same I want, way. we're going to do something. It'll probably just be like very low key. Like we'll probably just do something around here, like do dinner. And like, again, I don't know. I'll have like a glass of wine, but I'm not really supposed to be drinking because it's going to make me bleed and stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I know, but so annoying. well, you'll but, have to grace us with your presence on like Saturday or Sunday. Then I mean, I'll be there Saturday for a I have nothing to do this weekend, so Same. either yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll leave you alone while you're in the hospital. But Saturday morning at like eight a.m., you I'll can be totally over. come down. Kate has already asked if she can come, so I was like, I don't give a fuck. I I mean, obviously Wednesday, no shot. Well, Wednesday, so, yeah, you're out. Yeah, you also yeah, are so, be recovering too. Yeah, so maybe you might be Thursday. I mean, no, deal. definitely. No I don't know what time my surgery is. They said when I talked to them like a month ago and it was scheduled, she was like, it looks like it's going to be late in the afternoon, but they won't know until tomorrow afternoon what time. Mm-hmm. That's when they like finalize their surgery, like their surgical yeah. scheduling. So we'll see. So but nice. I mean, like you said, the not eating and drinking, it's fine when it's an early surgery because you just kind of like wake up, brush your teeth and go. But if it's not till 2 p.m., that's when and it I sucks. can't eat from technically, like, I guess. I mean, they say, I think it's it's not, it wouldn't be midnight. It would be, like, 4 a.m. But I'm not going to wake mm-hmm. up in the middle of the night and eat. Exactly. But, like, do you at that point? <laughs> I mean, they're going to be a skinny legend. <laughs> like, by the time I eat, it'll be, like, 24 hours. Yeah. It's a long time. So, like, you're, and, like, the good thing is... That's- with your like with your C-section tomorrow, you're not being put under like you're just getting like the epidural or whatever. Because I, okay, it only happened when I I get motion sickness like on boats like I'm not well. Um, and when I got my breast reduction, that was like a very long surgery. Like I was under for almost five hours, and so when I got home, I threw up. So, like, yeah. they all, like, they have this, like, in my chart that, like, I have motion sickness and I got sick the one time. So, after my surgery in August, 
um, which I think like it was only like an hour and a half. But when I was in the hospital that first night, so like I hadn't eaten now, like in probably like 20 hours, they wouldn't let me eat. They were, they only gave me broth and jello because they were like, we have, we can't have you throwing up because you had abdominal surgery. So we can only give you really light food. So I was allowed water, broth and jello. That was it. And I, I mean, I wasn't hungry, but like, exactly. I like still kind of wanted like something more. Subs- I was like, can I have like bread? And they were like, no. Yeah, like, can I? Yeah, like give me like something like a little bit with a carb involved. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna drink this like salt. Like, I mean, the broth was like salt water. I was like, okay, I guess this yeah. is dinner. <laughs> Terrific, exactly what I want right now. <laughs> but they'll, but they'll let you eat. Like I said, I, I assume that your hospital does it too. Like they have like gourmet meals for new mothers. I think so. I mean, I'm ass- I'm assuming because a we all know how I get when I don't eat. You might just like not though, like feel like you want to eat. I probably won't, but I will say I know myself and like afterwards, my like my smart moves because like when you have tummy issues, you know mm-hmm. how to handle yourself in certain situations. Plus, with like running, I've learned. It's like, I, I'm like thinking of this as like a marathon. Like I'm going in, it's a process. <laughs> like we're not like sprinting here. It's like a slow, a slow to the finish line type of thing. And just, I'll say, and just like a marathon, it's a trauma to your body when you're done. Yes, exactly. So my go-to is like a soup and some crackers. So I feel yeah. like as long as I can like get some soup and crackers down, like slowly over 30 minutes, I'm hoping I'm chef's kiss golden. Like let's get me, let's get yeah. me to the next step. You'll probably just feel like how I did after, like very bloated because yeah. they like rearrange your guts and then you're just like, like blow and they have to like well, you're pumped, blow air. You're pumped up with yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. So like my, I mean, my appetite <laughs> wasn't normal for a while just because I felt like I, I would eat like take two bites and I was so full. It's like me But now like, I just, life. I wanted to eat, but I mean, if you're feeling There's up just to no it room. Saturday, we can order sushi for lunch. Which I know you're going to have sushi before Saturday, but, but we're, I, know, I, I need also, to like get my fill. <laughs> in solidarity with you, I don't know if I've had sushi your entire pregnancy either because I was like only ever going with you. So I, this is like a treat for me now too. Oh my God. Well, then we're definitely getting sushi. I feel like I need to make up for lost time. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's okay, like, are you let's... so excited to drink alcohol? And I'm like, no, give me sushi. Uh, and a second cup up, of coffee. So, it came up um, with my brother, like when we were we were talking about it. And, uh, so I don't know what my brother said, but he was like, something about like drinking. He's like, oh, he's like, Katie probably doesn't care. She doesn't really drink. He's like, what does she, like, what, like, what is she like, you know? And I was yeah. like, sushi. And he was like, oh yeah, you can't, like, he, he's a boy. He doesn't know. He's like, you can't have sushi. And I'm like, no, it's wrong I'm fish. so honored that Andy knows that I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. He was like, does she even like have to give up anything? I was like, yeah, yeah, other food. Her, yeah. yeah. Like it's not just alcohol you can't do when you're pregnant. <laughs> You can't have cold cuts and you can't have sushi. Second cup of coffee, man. I can't wait for that second cup of coffee. I'm gonna I'll bring you Starbucks. I mean we can have sushi. If you want subs, we can do subs, whatever you want Saturday. We'll have a pig out day. It'll be great. I mean my literally like, at this point, I I sent you videos. My uterus is so swollen. Um and I deserve what I whatever you eat, you I'm deserve gonna eat. Whatever you I've want. been exactly. I have been pigging out and I don't even care. Is my you uterus swollen it. or did I just gain weight? Your uterus is swollen. <laughs> For sure. Anyway, I guess we are. What are we here to talk, talk about, about today? So tell, us, tell us the book that we're here to talk about. <laughs> okay. Today we're here to talk about, I know guys, this is, it's I mean, we like us. to do a little life update in the beginning. Everyone's excited that Katie's having a baby. Um, her Greatest Mistake by Hannah Cowan. I assume that's how you say her last name. Cowan. I Cowan. With it. Hannah. Handy cows. Anyway, um, it's a hockey romance. <laughs> so obviously, you've, if you've been following us for any amount of time, you know I am a hockey fan and therefore a hockey romance girl. Um, and I talk about them all the time, but I've never forced it. I mean, I forced Katie to read some of them, but I've never forced her to read one for the podcast. So I was like, people kept recommending this one. So I said, you know, let, let's do it. Um, I know that Hannah has a bunch of other hockey romances, but this is the first book in her greatest love, I guess, series, standalone series. 
Um, and I think the second book is about his sister. Yes. I have to look into it. I just feel like that's what I read, but I could be wrong. But I think that. that... No, it is. And the, um, and their best friend. Yes. The right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that that was slated for one. There's of like them. a little okay, Easter so... egg in there. And then I think it's like brought up at the end. Yes. Like, like, not okay. like in the end of the book, but like you turn the page, it's over. It's like, stay tuned for the next whatever. And it says their name. And I'm like, I knew it. So Maddox and Braxton are childhood best friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, okay, I'll do, we'll synopsis and then I'll get into it. Um, so they're childhood best friends. When Maddox is drafted into the NHL, uh, he hires Braxton's dad as his agent. Braxton's dad is a big piece of shit, essentially, and mm-hmm. he kind of fucks Maddox over, and because of this, they don't speak for 10 years. And then Maddox's younger brother, had, he's like, dabbles in alcohol and drug use. He gets himself into some trouble, which therefore gets Maddox into some trouble. So they use Braxton as... Um, like a fake dating kind of scenario to help like rebuild his reputation and chaos ensues after that that's the line i was waiting for i know i have i feel like i haven't said that in a while you haven't said that in a while um a lot of people recommended this one like they were like you have to read it you have to read it it has a four star rating 4.05 star rating on goodreads i gave it like a three and a half same like, I wasn't, I wasn't. I think because there's one reason. One why? big reason. Because I think he was too much for us. Yeah, I, like, I couldn't He's get behind extra. him. I, like, the flashbacks, I was living for it. Like, yes. my first highlight is legitimately. Mine's a flashback. Page four. Oh, my God, mine too. And I just, like, thought. You my best was... friend forever? Yes, be my best friend That's forever, no matter what. That's Even my first highlight. Like. I was like, this boy is so sweet, so cute. He's going to be like Golden Retriever fucking energy. Yeah. I love Go- Golden Retriever energy boys, like hockey boys, are my kryptonite. I love it so much. And then he turned into this like aggressive, like yeah. overbearing... I- I wouldn't even want to use the word alpha. Like, overbearing, I think, is a perfect word. Yeah. Like, it's, I feel like if that was me dating someone, I'd almost be like, okay, you are just way too much for me. I can't handle this. Like, he was you're right, much. like, from the get-go, it's like, you're kind of, like, suffocated by him. Yeah, that's, and that's just not my vibe at all. No. I hate that. I would, I could never last in a relationship like that. I'm very much, like, go, I need to just, like, go do my own thing and, like, if a man i don't know it just like turns me off um it's okay like a lot in like fantasy books when it like when the guy's like oh it's anybody but i don't know in like books like this i'm like i don't like it um i still I also... think like depending upon like the fantasy book like we've read a lot of alpha domineering people but i still don't think this is no it's not i feel like he didn't like tr- then he didn't trust her i don't know it was very it strange was weird. yeah i thought that like the whole reason for them not speaking for 10 years also didn't like it wasn't a big enough deal i feel like something bigger had to have happened for it to go 10 years without speaking to somebody who you consider your best friend like okay and like and not just were they best friends but they were in love with each other they just didn't like say it yeah but also, like, okay, we're talking about, like, how old were they? 17, 18 when that went down? Like, mm-hmm. essentially, yes, Braxton's father's a piece of shit who fucked over Maddox. And Braxton was having her dad's back. But because, A, that's her dad. Two, you're 18. What do you fucking know? Three, like, she was in love with him. So she didn't yeah. want him to go to Miami. So, like, you're really going to fault an 18-year-old? And she didn't even... <sighs> He was just like, hey, what do you think I should do? And she was like, yeah, I think you should do this. She wasn't, like, pushing him towards making the decision. Like, he had – his father was in the NHL. He had his father at his disposal. He had his father's agent, who ends up being Maddox's agent as an adult, at his disposal. He had so many other people he could have talked to. And he asks his 17-year-old best friend, hey, should I do what your dad's telling me? And she's like, "Um, yeah, sure. And then they don't speak for 10 – I mean, her running away – 
them like never speaking to each other or calling each other, clearing the air, even if they were mad at each other at first, I was just, I don't, I, yeah. And then. And like his family never held a grudge against her. And why would nobody in her, they were so close. His family like considers her a daughter. Yeah. Nobody reaches out to her. She doesn't reach out to the Like just for 10 years, nobody speaks because of one, like kind of almost like miscommunication I was mm-hmm. like, the stakes weren't that high for it to be like a 10-year, we're not speaking. Agreed. Agreed. And again, like, okay, so sure, maybe it kind of messed your persona up for a little bit. Of like, who's this kid coming in and like doing this? But like, your dad helped fix everything. You've mm-hmm. been proving yourself since. So like, water under the bridge, man. Like, get past it. Like, yeah. I don't know. And- like. And, like, the dad also, like, holding this, like, grudge against, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like there wasn't enough background. So, the dad essentially, okay, so Maddox gets drafted to um, a Florida hockey team. And, again, so, like, I'm a hockey fan, and I watch hockey all the time, and I know, like, a lot of obviously the rules and like inner workings and how drafts work and stuff. And the way that they were talking about this Florida team, like in order to get drafted number one overall, which Maddox gets drafted first pick overall, which is insane. It's insane to get drafted first. That means that Florida had to be one of the worst teams in the league. Because the only way you get a number yes. one draft pick is if That's how your record <laughs> that year is absolutely shit. But they were talking about this, like, the dad's Teresa. talking about this team, like, Bra- uh, Braxton's dad. Sorry, cut out. <laughs> I was like, where did you go? <laughs> what, was the, what was the last thing I said? The draft first round pick, um, Florida sucks. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. No, so Florida would me? have to be so bad. The dad's like, oh, yeah. they're a good team, so you're not going to get any playing time. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so the dad's like, you're not going to get any playing time on this team, so you sh- you're better off re-entering the draft than getting picked by a different team. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. No, if he, not at If all. they're so bad and he's so good, he's going to get playing time. Like, I'm laughing because this kid call, just like, keeps cutting apparently out. Apparently the best the player in the league. Time. Anyway, my point is bad, bad <laughs> advice, and and that's not how hockey works. <laughs> but again, like, okay, for the sake of like the story, you had like your father at your disposal. You could have, you could have turned around to your dad, and I get it. Like, at, we know everything at the age of seventeen and eighteen. We were geniuses. We had the solutions to all life problems at seventeen and eighteen. But like. In the case of this, like, why not just turn to your dad and be like, hey, this is what they're pitching to me. What do you think? Yeah. Like, it's not that and hard. Also, but... All the drama, like, with, oh, am I or am I not going to get re-signed by my team? Oh, my God. Yeah. That, they, for, he literally is, like, winning, like, the award for best player in the league multiple years. He's 26. Mm-hmm. He's in his prime. There is... His teammates love him. He's, like, the captain. Yeah. There is no way that he's not getting re-signed. Like, that drama to me made no sense. Well, and especially because, like, when you find out in the end that, like, was it the manager was, like, screwing the reporter and the reporter was, like, holding it over his head. Like, there was, like, some backstory drama that wouldn't have and again like i'm not a hockey fan well i like i like it but like i'm not like you like i don't like i don't know the ins and outs but like that just doesn't seem like that that's how that works either like so you're using a player's a scapegoat your best player you're using as a scapegoat like that makes no sense to me and also okay this actually is what really pissed me off tell us take him okay so yeah it was the i guess was it the team owner it wasn't even like the gm so the owner of the team isn't the one who's making the deals Again. Also, why would the whole thing is like, oh, he had he doesn't like me. He's never liked me. You're bringing in so much revenue for his team. Trust me, he doesn't give a fuck what you're doing as long as you're scoring goals and you're winning championships. Yep, 
and you so keep like again that didn't make any sense to me and then at the end with all the drama at the end how he literally just they're in the stanley cup finals it said the team cannot win without him and he gets so mad at the owner that he just abandons his team abandons his teammates I hated that. and refuses to play yeah i was like i was pissed off i was how? like wow you're no an t- asshole that like that move right there that would make you not get signed by any team because nobody would trust yeah. you you're especially yep. like your teammates these are your friends these are like the people that you've played 82 fucking regular season games with your family how many playoff games and you're just gonna say fuck you to them in the stanley cup finals because you're mad at the owner yeah if anything, that's when you turn around and you go, I'm going to oh, fucking God. show you. Like, you're right. Like, that's your, like, you don't turn your back on, like, your team is your that's family. Your fucking you're going to turn, you're going to turn your back on them and just walk away. No. And then all of a sudden, like, get another position somewhere and be the captain of that team. Like, what? No. No, no that's team, not how honestly, this works. No, because you, you're not a team player. I, like, I mean, obviously a bad team would sign him because, like, he's a great player. But his, like his sportsmanship is trash. He literally shows a hissy fit and yes. refuses to play and refuses to help his teammates win a championship because he gets mad be- about at the owner. Yeah. Like, oh god, I was like so turned off by him and like that whole like thing. I just like couldn't believe it. I was like, this person, like, like this character, sucks so bad, so bad, and like not comparing because like this is not compared to Mile High at all. But in no. Mile High. What's his name? Xanders. Thank you, Xanders. He is literally waiting, has been waiting all season for the deal to, like, re-sign. And yet he never once, throughout the whole story, regardless of what is going on, ever, like, he literally says on multiple occasions, like, I can't let my team down. Like, I gotta go, like, I I gotta go all in. Like, he throws himself into the game and, like, into his practices. Because, like, in his mind, like, regardless of what happens, like, I have to go down being, like, the best player yes. I possibly can be that's how you handle those situations like I mean sports you don't just in general go peace like, out. yeah sports in general like teams like that's you're playing for your team yeah you're not a golfer you're not a tennis player you're a hockey player the whole you're thing with hockey is like the chemistry between you and your teammates and like yeah. being able to read each other and he like plays like the grind that they, they, they put their bodies through and like what they go through as a team all season to get to the finals and I think it was, like, there was maybe, like, three games left. Like, they only needed to win, like, two more games. Like, I'm pretty two sure more. we played yeah. in the first, like, two games of the finals or whatever. Yeah. To literally just, like, look at your teammates and be like, oh, I don't care. Fuck off. Yeah. And then to, like, have another team sign you after knowing how you just, like, literally didn't give a single. The players on the other team would be like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Like, the drama yeah. that, that that would have caused in the hockey, like, in just sports in general like, I'm just picturing, like, the ESPN, like, highlights, like, oh, Maddox, whatever his fucking name is, like, refuses yeah. to play because, like, he's unsigned, blah, 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 like. I get, that, sorry, it's, I, I get that it's, I get that it's fake, and, like, I understand that no, this is I know, a story, but, I, but at the same time, too, if you're gonna write a book about hockey, baseball, something in particular that, like, that is something, you, I think you have to get some of your facts correct. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just go, it's not a fantasy world. This is based off of, like, it's a contemporary. So, like, get get some of your information straight if you're going to do right. it. Like, in my opinion. The, that's just my opinion. Right. Like, I consider me, play with me, I love that series. Carter, like, making hearts on the glass for Olivia and, like, calling her out, like, after goals. Like, that's really, like, not happening. But... That's, like, cute, like, little things where I'm, like, LOL, it's that's cute, like, whatever. Book, yeah, it's not, book, like, yeah. you can tell when you read those books, even, like, Mile High, you can tell that the authors have, like, a, like an understanding of the sport. And I'm not saying that Hannah doesn't understand the sport, but I, but I just, like, as a character, like, I just, no, no hockey player would act like that. And if they did act like that, no team would want them. It wouldn't matter if they were the best yeah. player. Like, right now, the best player in the league hands down Connor McDavid that's kind of like the vibe that I was like getting like they were like making him like a Connor McDavid like nobody can fucking touch this guy I don't care if like as if if he acted this way his if the Oilers go to the finals and Connor McDavid gets pissed off at ownership or management and is like fuck you 
I'm not playing and his doesn't care about his team and his team loses and then like the devils were to sign him I wouldn't want him on my team because I was like he's not a team player like I would rather lose hockey games and have somebody who's like toxic in the locker room because that's what that is that's a toxic personality in the locker room I wouldn't want it um they do also bring up um that's like another that's why I think I just didn't like him I agree. And like his, his best friend, isn't his, well, his one best friend is their best friend. Like they were a trio and he's not a hockey player. However, they do bring up a few times and I could be wrong. So please correct me, but they do bring up a couple of his teammates that are, he's very close with. So like, again, how do you just turn your back on? You have two games left. Finish the freaking season. I don't know. I'm with you Stanley Cup finals. You've never won a Stanley Cup. You're in the finals. You're at the prime of your career. And you're just going to say, oh, well, they were mean to my girlfriend, so I'm not going to play. If I was yeah, his girlfriend, like, I'd be like, what the f-? I'd be like, you get your fucking ass out there. Yeah, like, suck it the fuck up and finish it. it just, like, I this is for your anything team. in life. Yeah, yeah, like, you see things through. Like, you don't just get to, like, walk away from something the minute shit gets tough or things get hard. Welcome to fucking life. Like, yeah. It, I don't know. Like, same thing with a job. Like, you and I are not, fa- like, professional athletes, but I would never just turn around and be like, fuck you, goodbye, I'm out. Like when right. I have a responsibility and I have people that do rely on me, like, yeah, you can get pissed all you want at the at certain people, higher ups, regardless. But again, like that is life. Like that's what happens everywhere. Welcome. Yeah, you don't just like, get to quit. Like no. if, if they weren't going to the playoffs, the team was trash and we're going to the playoffs. And he's like, I'm not playing the last like three games of the season. I'd be like, whatever, who cares? Not yeah. a big deal. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter whether you win or lose these three games. But you're literally 26 years old, prime of your career, Stanley Cup Finals. You, your team cannot win without you. He says it. He's like, they can't win without me. And then he's just like, oh, fuck you guys. And they don't. They lose. And they don't. And they lose. Like, so you just fucked over all of your friends and your teammates and everyone. And your fans. You name it. You fucked over everyone. I just, really, yeah, like, it I don't really turned right me. It, like, turned me right off. But again, like, um, the whole premises of the book was, like, he made this rash decision at the age of 18, so people already didn't like him. And then, like, because of his brother, it cast him in a bad image. But now, apparently, he's in, like, this great image, even though he was completely – he showed no sportsmanship. Like, it that, it just it, – it didn't make sense to me. It wasn't lining up. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. And then coupled with the fact that I think he was just very over the top, I was like – I was with you. Like, okay, this is – just a bit and I kind too of, much. I also thought like Braxton too. Like I thought it was very strange that there's like a big emphasis on her opening up this vet like clinic and getting like doing like you know being her yeah. own business and doing all this stuff. And then her being like, I want to be a traveling vet, which I guess like I mean it works because how do you own a business in Vancouver if your boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever plays in a different city? Of course she was gonna have to give up the clinic. But like first of all. Like, she's like, oh, so I can travel with Maddox, so I'll be a traveling vet. Like, when they're on the road, you're not, you're, you're not, not staying, the they're, they might be, they might be in the same city for, like, two nights. Yeah. I don't, I mean, again, I'm, I don't know, I know nothing about traveling vets, I've never even heard of this, like, do you just, like, go work a day or two at, like, random clinics? But, also, like, you're not staying. The team stays together. You're not following him. You're not going to the you're, same spots that he is. Right. Like, your wife isn't staying with you at the hotel. You're staying with your yeah. teammates. Also, I found it very I don't know. Like, the I reason just... why she opened the clinic was to impress her dad and get her dad's approval. But yeah. then, like, but then, like, the next paragraph was about how much she hates her father. And I'm like, uh, did I miss? I actually was, like, very confused. I went back. So I was like, wait. So yeah. she's... She wants to prove herself to him, but also, like, I mean, and that does make sense. I get sometimes you want to prove yourself to the people that, like, put you down the most. Like, I I understand that. But she's got a terrible relationship with her father and kind of always preaches, like, she's kind of over him and, like, like just, like, everything in general. Like, she doesn't want to go to dinner with him anymore because, like, she can't stand the way he talks to her, treats his mom, her mom. So it's, like, so you feel that way, but then you need to, like, impress him. Because you want him and to like, notice you. Like, this doesn't make much sense to me. Right. And, like, the sister hates the dad, the mom. Everybody hates the dad. And I get yeah. it. I mean, he's, like, probably, like, very verbally abusive. And, you know, I... Probably I controlling. You know, yeah, like, a manipulative controlling. He definitely is, like, gaslights. Yeah. Um, 
he's like not a good person at all. I thought that there was gonna be like a moment where like he had this like redemption. At the end, he kind of like he helps her like get in touch with the reporter. Yeah. But like that's not a redemption to me. Um, no. But like you find out like wasn't her mom like having an affair with somebody? Yeah. Or did she just get up? So like I'm like kind of like you know and, and again I understand you're being treated like shit and I I I'm not judging anything. Like, I just thought that, like, that was a little weird. I, I don't know. Like, and then why weren't you still, like, why didn't you talk to your mom and your sister more? It just, like, didn't, I don't know. Like, it didn't, like, things weren't aligning for me with this. No. I had a lot of questions. Say, also, <laughs> this is going to maybe be fucked up. And, like, I don't mean this in a bad way. And I, I'm just, maybe this is ignorant. But the fact that he was, like, a virgin, but, like, still knew how to have sex do everything yeah and do ev- i mean i get he had a girlfriend for a while so like i'm assuming that he's done everything but p and d so like yeah i mean he's really good at foreplay but his first time having sex he's not gonna be this like kinky all-star of like a lover agreed i like i, I like i didn't like think it was cute that he was that he saved himself for her no and i think it almost like put her down i like i read it Waving to Tom in the background. Um, but I feel like it, like, you, like when you're reading it, like it almost like put her down because she got like very bashful and nervous because she's like, well, I didn't wait for you. Like, yeah, I got out and there. It's like, I mean, I was happy like, that I, he I liked it. Bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I think I just didn't like Maddox. So like everything I that he did, what, yeah. like just to me was just like, meh. Yeah. But again, you saved yourself for this girl, but you couldn't even call her and like talk and the through fact what happened. They both have the same best friend, and the best yeah. friend doesn't like share and like he's kind of in the middle. Doesn't yeah, force he's like them playing neutral. To, yeah, it's ten years. He never forced them to get into a room together. So you're both fucking dumb. Yeah. If you and Tom were, like, if this was, I mean, you're married, now you're having a baby, different. But, like, if this was, like, you and Tom, I would, after, like, two months, I'd, and, like, and you were both talking to me about how much you were still in love with each other, a week, I'd be, like, I would invite you both over and, like, figure your shit out. Yeah. I wouldn't wait ten years. Stop being stubborn little asshole. That's, like, what it boils down to. I think they're just so stubborn that, like, no one's going to be the first to be, like, fuck, like, let's, like, let's clear the air. Because it's almost, like, admitting that you're the reason, but it's not. Like, just grow up. I don't know. That was just like yeah. Me. No, honestly, that is the what you just said. That is the perfect way to sum up Maddox in general. Grow, Grow up. up. It's weird. And I mean, and I, I did. I thought Braxton was cute. I thought I they had her. like cute moments. I thought they had cute banter moments. Um, I, I did think that the spicy scenes were very well written and very like very steamy well and written. hot. Yes. I just didn't love, I just didn't love Maddox. So it kind of just like brought the story down for me. Cause I was just like, I kind of like don't care about him. I think it kind of like brought Braxton down too. I think there was a lot of potential for her. Um, mm-hmm. Like who she was as a human being, a person, like your representation. She, to me, she struck, she struck me as like an, an average girl. Like you weren't this bit, you weren't a size of like my pinky finger with no. perfect boobs, perfect abs, perfect, perfect everything. Like you weren't, you were like everyone's girl. Like that is a character we both love. I mean, I'll read anything about a female main character. I don't care if you are Miss Perfect or you're what, wherever you fall on the spectrum, but I do love when it's like a girl that everyone can just relate to. Like, yes. I don't have a stick figure body. Like it's it just nice when you can read someone that you relate to. And like, I think she has yeah. so much going for her that like his stubbornness, his like overbearingness, like just a lot about him, I think overshadowed so much of what she could have been for the story. Mm-hmm. Almost like a Xander and what's her name? Stevie. Stevie. Look at me go. But you know what I mean? Like, like- Stevie brought so much to the table for like, Again, just every, like a girl, like any girl out there. Like, yes. Like, you had curves, you had curls, you looked different. Like, that's fucking awesome when people write people like that because no one is a Barbie doll. No. And I especially like, love it in sports. Well, no, yeah. yeah, I it. But especially in sports romances, too, because when you do look at what, like, wives and girlfriends of 
professional athletes. They are very cookie-cutter looking. Nothing wrong with that. They're all beautiful, beautiful women, but they're primarily blonde hair, like, model, like, you know, tall, like, very, like, fit and thin. So it's, like, nice to see, like, a more, like, normal-looking girl um, that's, like, relatable. Um, Yes. But, yeah. Then she had a man like Maddox who just... Just sucked the soul out of the storm. He just needed to grow up. Which, again, is fine. We all have our immature moments, but I just think Braxton could have been so much more if it wasn't yeah. just for... I kind of felt his... like he held her back. Yeah. Just, again, because of, like, the whole... Like, again, I'm not comparing, because I think Mile High is in a league of it all of its own. No offense. Because, again, no, people might read this and absolutely love it. And, you know what? Great. Like, everyone's allowed to like and like different things, but... Of course. I just thought, like, Stevie did something... That everyone like could like look back and be like, oh, that could be me. Yeah, no, like, I, I really. Like, I know it's a TV big so story. Much. I love I love Stevie so much too. But you know what I mean? Like, I think when a lot of us read contemporary, like you see yourselves in the shoes of, of the person a lot easier because it could happen. Like, it's not yeah. far fetched of like what is occurring in these stories. It's a lot more yeah. relatable. But I think it just gives people something to look to. Like, oh wow, like cool. I have curves and curly hair and whatever like else going for me like I can be that too like I don't have to mm-hmm. be this cookie cutter professional wife looking person like I can be me that's cool yeah and, and Braxton I know have done this yeah she could have she was like right on the cusp of being that of being I that know. character I either I always ask myself do I see myself in the main character do I want to be friends with the main character and then when it comes to the boys do I want like would I ever date this person in real life and it's a no for I would Maddox. I would be friends with, with Braxton. Yeah. She seems cool. Yeah. I also just think she got dealt a shitty card, too. Like, you're, yeah. you fell in love with your best friend at 18. You just wanted to be with him. Then you took all this to heart. You, I mean, even the fact that she was just like, I'll do it. Like, whatever they wanted to do to save his image. Like, what a good person. Like, you just, you didn't even think about yourself. Like, you just said, screw it. I owe you. Like, I helped put you in this position. Let me get you out of it. I think that's extremely selfless. Um, you have a father who like doesn't give a fuck about you. Essentially, blames yeah, you no, for that's everything. Like, terrible. Like you literally got like hit over the head with a concussion, where like on the ground, unco- like not unconscious for a little bit, and your dad didn't give a fuck. Like with the de- like what she's been dealt with in life, I think for the what she's done for herself, like is very commendable. Um, and therefore, I definitely think I would one hundred percent be friends with this girl. Yeah. Like, you took a sucky-ass fucking situation and you made something of yourself. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Not my favorite. Like, now that we're talking about it, too, I'm like, I gave it a 3.5, but I think it's more just, like, a 3-flat. Yeah. I think it's, like, a 3-flat. I'm sorry. I know, I feel bad because I know so many people loved it. I, I always feel it. bad. It's hard work. <laughs> like, I never want to be like... I, I know. I There's like... I do this a lot with hockey romances, too. Not that I'm like the a, like the expert on hockey, but um, they're in the playoffs and she goes... Like, they play one game and then she goes one game and then we're back home. Like, no, that's not how it works. You play two games. It's two and... You play two games and then two games, like... So if you're the home team, you play two at home, two away, and then if this, and then as it goes, it's like the fifth game would be back home. So game six would be back away. Game seven would be back home. So I was just like, you don't play one game at home and then fly, or away and then fly home. You don't go back and forth for every game. No, I hear you. Like again, I know it's just a story, but I think like if you're gonna write, like if I were to write a story about baseball, like I would, I would make sure I understood how a regular season worked your playoffs whatever the case may be like I would make sure I understood like I love even when they go to and I think it's just because of like what I used to do back in the day like I love like icebreakers brought it up um I think it was in mile high as well and consider me like they always bring up their trainer which is athletic trainer athletic trainer but still they do their research on them like so I can like appreciate when you utilize them we're just salty because like trainers are not exercise specialist we have degrees but you know what I mean like but you can tell like someone does a research when they start spitting shit like that out I'm like okay I can respect you you did your homework 
I know. And I mean, yeah, like, that's not... Also, maybe I interpreted that scene wrong, or maybe... I don't know. She was just, like, not thinking when she wrote it. If you can... I don't know anything. I mean, I I watch other sports, but I don't really I don't know the rules. If I was reading a football romance, you can put anything oh, in no it, and I would clue. never pick up on it yeah. if it was incorrect. I didn't pick up been, on any of that shit that you were saying. Right, I was saying because I've been a hockey fan legitimately for thirty years. I went to my first game when I was four years old. I pick up on things like that. It kind of just like for like a minute, like takes me out. But if I like the characters and the overall story, like it won't bother. It really won't bother yeah. me. But because I had an issue with the characters in general, like, or Maddox in general, I guess I should say, it stands out more. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you liked it, good for you. Great. Yeah. I feel bad not liking it because I want to, I don't want to disappoint anybody by not liking it. (laughs) Well, again, I also just think it's like, it's someone's hard work. Like, you never want to be a brat about it. We're all entitled to like things and not like things. I think it's how you go about talking about them. Um, but yeah, like I, this didn't, he was, a, he was, a, he was a bit much. It overwhelmed me. <laughs> I, I would say that I don't, I don't recommend. There are so many better hockey romances out there. Um, better characters, better stories, better spice, in my opinion. Um, if you are interested in reading it, obviously go read it. It's, there's nothing like offensive in the book or anything no, harmful in there that I would say don't read it. It's just like my opinion. There's just better stories out there if you're looking for a hockey romance. Though I would be really curious about book two. It's a I I think it's a quite a large age gap, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because they're I again so bad with names. I think the sister's Ava. Yeah. Or Ainsley or a- something with an A. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna look up what the next <laughs> book is. It'll, it'll, her greatest adventure. Um, so I'm assuming that the next one has nothing to do with hockey. I don't think it has anything to do with hockey. I think it's just oh, like Adeline and Cooper. Adeline and Cooper takes three takes place three years after her greatest mistake, which good because the sister's only like seventeen. Thank, thank you, thank you, Hannah, because I cannot. St- I don't mind an age gap, but I can't stand when they're under the age of like twenty one. It's ten years. Like under the age of twenty. Gap. Yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. Accidental no, but... love, marriage, brother's best friend, only one bed, forced proximity. Like, you're speaking to my soul. So I'd be kind of curious to see how this one goes. Yes, like, I didn't mind Hannah's writing. So, like, I would read the second one. I just didn't like these characters. Um. So I'm reading someone's review. Sounds like she got an arc. There's piercings involved. So apparently Cooper also has a very dirty mouth. Also, I'm laughing because my my back door is open which is right next to the sidewalk. And this one guy in particular keeps walking by and I'm like, do you hear me talking about piercings, dirtiness? And like, what do you, what do you hear right now? <laughs> Legitimately. Oh my God. I love it. But like I would be curious. And like Adeline strikes me as a very like outspoken individual, but Cooper also seems like reserved in some, like I'd be, I would get like, I don't, I'm not, I would give her a second shot, like, and give this a go if I wanted to, because, like, yeah. this did sound intriguing to me. I would definitely give her a second, another, like, the author another chance. If I read it, if I read this, like, next one eventually and I don't like it, I probably will just give up. I'm trying to do that, like, where I'm not forcing myself to kind of how I feel about Lucy's score books. Like, I just think that they're not yeah. for me. Um, but I'll definitely give her another chance, because, like, I didn't, ha- I didn't hate the story. I didn't, like, I don't same. know. I, I didn't hate feel- the story either. Or I didn't hate her writing. I didn't. I didn't like the story. I guess that's actually more. Um, I think it had great potential. Like I think, like that's. I just finished a book today, and like the same thing. Like, it's not something I'm going to shout from the rooftops. Overall, like I kept reading it. Like I, I finished it quick. So it's like it's not a bad book. It just there's a. And again, we're not. Try, I'm not. Teresa and I are not sitting here trying to bash something. We're just kind of pointing out things it's that our- we don't like, and that's okay. It's, it's our, our opinions. opinions, and if we you mean liked no it, harm by it, <laughs> no. But yeah, like it's like one of those like it was it was it was good, but I am not gonna. I've never thought about it since. Right. No. Mm-mm. And to me, that's like a straight up a, like that's a three. That's in that three category. Yes. If I'm thinking about it, it's got to be over. It's over a three. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I will. I will honestly never think about it. <laughs> yeah. No. I honestly will probably put this up on Pango. So if anybody wants a copy, it'll probably be like I $5. I do suggest 
I do suggest maybe in the next month or two that we put another hockey romance on our list. No, trust because me. You are there's one queen of hockey romance, and I think there are, there's there are ones I'm coming expect- down the pipeline. Exactly. So I think they need to go on our next schedule. Yeah. Not May. Not <laughs> maybe no. June or July. I was gonna say May's done. <laughs> May. We actually have to do, make it, do an update. We have to do an update yes. to ours. So we, we have to. I actually meant to talk to you about this offline, but we can just talk about it now. So next week we're gonna do spilling the tea. Katie's gonna be a new mom. Um, so it'll be exciting. Then we're going to do Crescent City, like reread books one and two on 510. Yep. 517, we have a spilling the tea, but 517 should be happy place because 524, we're going to be interviewing Amber Nicole about book two, book of Azrael, book two, God, not gods and monsters. That's a book that I hate. What's the name of the new book? You guys. Sorry, I I was dancing. I just got home from vacation this morning. I um, was literally been up since 4.30 this morning. So please, please bear with me. I have no mistake besides pregnancy brain. Um, so book two, this is, oh, Gods and Monster series. The Throne oh. of Bo- Broken Gods. Okay, so I was like, I was, okay. I was you, thinking you City of Gods and you Monsters, which I hated, but I was right there. Okay, perfect. Um, so we're going to be interviewing her. Yep. So, yeah, so we're going to be interviewing her. Um, so that'll be on the 24th. So we'll do Happy Play 17th, interview with Amber Nicole on the 24th, and then just a regular old spill in the tea at the end of the month, where we will definitely be recapping Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Honestly, spilling the tea is only going to be about the Errors Tour. About Taylor Swift. If you expect so... me to talk about anything else on that episode... You're sorely you're, mistaken. You're sadly mistaken. I was actually my thinking mo- when I was making the calendar, like maybe I should just write like spilling the tea, like Taylor Swift talk. Taylor <laughs> Come Swift. To, like, like <laughs> don't listen if you don't want to. <laughs> I will I will be the worst person you've ever met after that concert. I'm not gonna talk about anything else but that for like a, the next year. My so I was with my mom and we were watching um some like TikToks of like the shows that she was performing like last weekend. And my mom was like, we should just, like, go to a different, like, we should just, like, go to Philly and, like, see if we can get tickets, like, that day. And I said, girl. Sold. <laughs> don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> I'll go. I'm not gonna lie. I really hope I hear her saying, you're not sorry. Because I don't know why, but I love that fucking song. I think, I think, I think you it might, might, like. I think you might be I, upset. I think that she may oh, have done that one. Hold on. She did. She just performed that, like, she, not too long ago. Yeah, no, she did. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna hear. I it. know. I saw it. and I was like, "Fuck!" Because like right after her breakup, I was like, "Maybe we'll get it." And then I I've started been, seeing it. I've been keeping a list. Yeah, no, she did Wonderland, and you're not sorry at the same show. And I, I was like, "Joe, what did you do?" I know. I know. Bitch, I gotta get an outfit still. Um, I ordered a different shirt. I might okay. because Game I like decision. the bejeweled corset. I'm just thinking, like, how am I gonna be? I'm going to be, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling. I hear you. That's why so I'm leaving. I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I'll, I'll send I'm you a picture. You. Um, okay. <laughs> I know everybody cares about our Taylor Swift outfits. I'm going to be, well, we're going to be talking about them probably every episode from here until the 26th of May, which is the um, concert, obviously, we're going to. Um, because. That's what's important. It's like a really big deal. Now. Yeah. It really is. I'm one million percent sold on 1989. It's important, but like, is it? That's why I want to do it. I know, but I I feel as if I should represent what I love most. The aesthetic is hard. It is a hard one. Hard. Okay, so May 26th in New Jersey is either going to be hot as fuck or cold as fuck. Yeah. Are you frozen again? Okay, no, you're back. Teresa Marie. No, I'm still here. Okay, there you are. Okay, good. It's like, don't fucking leave me in a time like this. No, <laughs> I was going to say, in May, there's no in between. Yeah. It is, but I will say, the okay, well, well, what I plan on doing is either wearing like a cropped or tucked in the front, I love, I heart New York shirt, or, because I really don't yeah. heart New York, I might just get a t shirt that says 1989. I don't really know yet. And then my shorts are either going to be just plain black, high-waisted, because she was wearing a lot of, like, high-waisted shorts. 
baggier or like yes. high-waisted sparkly shorts but like Teresa said it could yes. be a million degrees or zero degrees so I did find like a cute sparkly bomber and if that's the case I'm gonna wear like just plain black like shorts because I can't I'm not like a lot of sparkle girl you know it's like too much I love sparkle I know you do but I but but because I'm the I only like wearing um what no, I either like am all black or like something like completely outrageous, like colorful. Like I'm like I'm like there's one, no in I'm between. Like, I'm like one or yeah, no, it really is Ups like the spectrum. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, the only reason why I'm doing what I'm doing though is because I'm gonna be four weeks postpartum. I'm like you don't just go back to your old self. So like I was like I'm not trumping around like something skimpy, tiny, and tight. So it ain't happening. And you want to be, com- I want to be comfortable. Like, I mean, yeah. again, once the music starts, I don't, I could be in a, like a onesie footy pajama. I don't care. It's mostly just for like the tailgating. I want to look cute. Agreed. We're going to take pictures yeah. too. Yeah. Is your mom going to wear anything special? Um, yeah, she is. She's like, she's trying to come up with an outfit. I said, okay, you let me know. I can't wait to hang out with her. I know, she's so cute. <laughs> Same. We're going to have a good time. I'm very excited. <laughs> but you go get and ready because I know that you and Tom are going on your last. And, yeah. I know that you and Tom are going on your last date. Yeah. As, I got a cute text not today parents. saying, not parents. Not parents right now. But I'm literally wearing, like, I looked and was like, I hope you're not, like, offended because I'm literally walking around in a fucking free people jumpsuit and that is what you're going to get out of me today. <laughs> like, that, that is it. Yeah. Nothing else fits. Tis what you get. It's so cute. It's a cute jumpsuit, but, like, that's why he was, like, where do you want to go? I was, like, well, we have to go somewhere, like, barish because, like, you can't walk into, like, a nice restaurant. Also, fun fact in New Jersey, I don't know if this is everywhere else either, but, like, a lot of places aren't open on Mondays, so it's going to be a bar. Um, but Are I'm you mad about that, this. though? Absolutely not. Yeah. Your uh, mother-in-law texted me. Oh. Thinking of you. Cute. <laughs> cute. All right, go it's get dinner. Cute. Um, call me when you're done with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll be texting you through dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'll see you. Well, I'll text you tomorrow. I'll keep you posted. You're going to get pictures of her. And then we'll yeah, text I'll... you on Wednesday. On Wednesday. I'll, say, I'll probably FaceTime you like in the morning. Yeah. I'll wish probably you luck. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be like, like left up like, look at her. Yeah. No, I can't move, I, but look at my kid. I'm gonna FaceTime you while you're giving birth. Tell Tom you just should. to prop the phone. He's so like, I can't go anywhere near the opposite side of this the screen. I was like, please don't because I don't They're, need you passing out. They won't <laughs> let him because it's a C section. So yeah, no, because my friend, um, her husband really, really wanted to and they because it's there's contaminate like they don't There's let so people much back going there. on yeah 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 no also like i really don't need you seeing that <laughs> like i tom would grow shit tom hit the fucking floor he would be he can't even like look at needles that man would no. be out yes and like i love gross shit but like even i'm like i don't need you to don't need to see right yourself now. i don't like, need to see myself i would watch somebody else's c-section if i saw my own guts I don't want to see my own guts. I don't no, want to see my own innards. That's traumatic. You don't need to see that's that. That's so fucking traumatic. Even like, I, I mean, again, like I'm not saying anything, but like I can never be that person. Like if I was delivering vaginally, like I can never like be like, can I have a mirror to watch? Like I don't want to say. Again, I'll no. watch someone else's birth. Like yeah, I don't, I don't want. want I don't want to know anything about what's happening to my body. Exactly. Like <laughs> I commend you. I love looking at other. Like I love that shit too. But just oh, I don't want to see myself. No, I commend the women that are like fuck yeah let's see it i'm like you fucking badass bitches man like you are incredible i applaud you all yeah no, couldn't no be fucking me. thank you couldn't be me same with the drugs give me all the fucking drugs <laughs> i want to feel nothing <laughs> yep yep <laughs> load me up man <laughs> oh my god oh and that's all we have today that's all we have um see you guys next week oh can you do your last buy as a as an almost mom. Bye. <laughs> One day when a burp. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub 
www.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. Bye.